Hi friends, you're listening to Created Podcast, and we're your hosts, Amanda, Taffy, and Emily. Every week, we'll take a deep dive into the topic of worth and identity, and how by discovering more of who God is, we can discover more of who we are created to be. No matter if you're a lifelong Christ follower, new to the faith, exploring, or skeptical, our hope as we tackle discussions around this topic is that you will find we're all not too different in our struggles. We believe there is hope, clarity, and confidence in understanding our worth and identity. Welcome back to Created Podcast. We are on episode four today, and today it's just going to be Taffy and I here, so we're excited to jump in, just the two of us today. But um, today we are actually going to be talking about the difference between worth and identity. So uh, I know last week we got to talk about shame and fear. Today, we are tackling our next big topic, which you'll hear throughout the theme of our whole podcast. Um, So we know that really, especially like in today's world, it's just incredibly confusing. Lots of things are, you know, always tossed at us of who we're supposed to be and and what. And uh, we really believe that there is truth and there's a clear direction that we can look to, which is Jesus. And um, in him, we have that hope, clarity, and confidence And so we are just excited to, yeah, dive in today. So, Taff, how are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. Um, As you can hear, Amanda and I are a little bit croaky. We haven't been feeling well. But you know what? That is not going to stop us. This is actually a topic that I'm very passionate about. I think if you listen to our earlier podcasts, I talked about how I'm passionate about identity and people finding out who they are. So I'm very excited for us to jump into this. But before we go in, it's um it's really good for us to actually look at the definitions of identity and worth. Because I think it's words that we use all the time. And sometimes we actually confuse them, but we never spend time just to stop and go, actually, what does identity mean and what is worth? So when we look at um, the word worth, it's actually something that you value. It is equivalent to the value or the sum of a specific item. So something that is significantly good, important, something you're interested in, and we have high regard for. So it's a worth, it's a value of something. But when we're looking at identity, it's actually who you are. So identity is the qualities, the beliefs, and traits, the appearance, the expressions that characterize a person and a group. So a lot of the times we talk about, oh, my worth, my identity, and we actually just mix those two together. But when you look at identity, it's who you are. Worth is the value you put in who you are. So one of the things we were talking about with Amanda, we were saying that a lot of the times in the Christian circle, we talk about things like, oh, my identity is in Christ. My worth is in Christ. But what does that actually mean? You know, what does it mean to say my identity is in Christ? It's a good word. They're good words to say. But we never actually break it down and say, what does it mean to say my identity is in Christ? What does it mean to say my worth is in Christ? So today we're just going to take a journey in unpacking that and seeing what that is. And as Amanda said, you know, in this world, there is a lot that is happening. There's a lot of confusion. And today, some of you may be listening. It's either you're a believer, you're not a believer. 
But a lot of the content of what we're going to be talking about is we're really targeting the believer. Somebody who has said, yes, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in what the word says. So now I want to know who am I in Christ. But that does not disqualify the ones still on the journey, are still trying to figure out. So as you're listening, that is the lens in which we are inviting you to join this journey with us. And as we look and we begin to unpack the identity, when we say we our identity is in Christ, um, as we've said at the beginning, um, our whole podcast is actually the foundation is Genesis 1.27. And it says we are created in the image of God. So if we're really wanting to know who we are, what our identity is, we need to connect ourselves to the creator and know who is the creator, what is his character. So um, in that, we're wanting to create a community where we have the opportunity to learn the character and nature of God and how that is reflected in ourselves and know who, who God is on that journey. Yeah, and I think it's really cool that as we look at this, even today we can look back at last week, and I hope that you can pick up some things that we were talking about from shame and fear and see how a lot of that is just intertwined. So when we look at um, shame, we see that shame actually attacks identity. So Taffy was just talking about how um, identity is that core of who you are, right? And that's shame. That shame is what attacks the core. So it's the, you know, I'm not enough, I can't do this, or I am just a depressed person, or I am someone who's always going to deal with anxiety. It's those I am or I can't statements or those things that you core believe about yourself that attacks your identity. But our identity says that we are covered by the blood of Christ and like through him, we are enough and we're complete. So we, those are those like, you know, just things that we want you to be able to discern and see that, okay, look back at last week, same with fear. So we can look at fear and fear is, you know, I'm have fear of rejection or fear of man, or even fear of like leaving a real, maybe a not healthy or good relationship that you're in, but just fear of some of that stuff that comes with that, or, you know, being left alone, but that attacks your worth, you know? So fear really attacks the worth and the core of do I believe I'm worthy of that? And the Lord says, yeah, you were worthy of me sacrificing my son. You were worth everything to me. As we talk about these things out of episodes, we want to help clarify, all right, let's see where the enemy is attacking and let's see where truth is. These are huge areas in our life that we really believe that they're actually solid foundation, but it does take a bit of digging. It does take a bit to see like, what am I believing in shame? And then what am I actually believing in my identity? And then how can we differentiate between those two things? In this case, all four, (laughs) shame, fear, and worth and identity. So those are just something that I quickly wanted to to point out. But Yeah, that is so good. It actually makes, it reminds me of a story um, back in my teenage years. And I actually um, gave my life to Christ at the age of 12. And um, I grew up as a Roman Catholic um church goer the whole family we went to church every single sunday and there was always something inside of me that was that was like okay there's so much there's more there has to be more to this whole god situation it has to be more than a sunday and when i went to i went to boarding school at the age of 12 um to a anglican um, boarding school and in that there was a program called scripture union and in scripture union 
they really focused on having a personal relationship with Christ. And in that and attending scripture union, I had this connection with Jesus Christ. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is the missing part that I have been looking for. And I didn't even know I was looking for it. And so at the age of 12, I'm like, yes, Jesus, you are everything. I am running with my whole heart. Um, but, you know, as teenagers, we're still figuring out who we are and, you know, our identity is such a big thing. At the age of 14, and I was just, we always hanging around as friends. And, you know, those are the times where everybody's like, yeah, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. And you could be in a group, but everybody has their best friends and stuff. And in that time, I actually, God really taught me about what it looked like to have Jesus as my best friend. and. I was the type of person who, um, if friends were breaking up with each other or having problems, they would come to me, would have a good old chat. I think we're connecting and becoming best friends, but no, 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 that was not what was happening. As soon as things got sorted out, they went back to their best friends and I was like, okay, I'm just left by myself. And I remember having my quiet time and just like crying out to the Lord and just going, Lord, what is wrong with me? Like, why is it that people come, we become friends and then they walk away? What is going on? And in that time, um, God really spoke to me and he used John 15 verse 15. And he spoke to me about, about Jesus being my best friend. And in John 15 verse 15, it says, I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slave. Now you are my friends since I have told you everything the father has told me. In that moment, I just felt the Lord just really um, just come and just be like, Taffy, I'm going to be your best friend. But the story doesn't end there because the problem wasn't so much, yeah, the problem was I'm looking for a best friend and why don't I have a best friend? But also, what is it about me that people will come be friends and then move away and then carry on with their lives? And in that moment, again, God revealed um, Matthew 14 to me. And it talks about how Jesus was filled with compassion. And in Matthew 14, verse 14, it says, when he went ashore, he saw a large, a large crowd felt compassion for them and healed their sick. And then in Matthew 20 verse 34, it goes on again and said, he was moved with compassion. Jesus touched their eyes and immediately they gained their sight and followed him. In that moment, I had this revelation of the way that Jesus looked across to the crowd and he saw their need. He was filled with compassion and his compassion moved him to do something. And I really identified that with myself that in the moment when people would come and they would talk and they would share some of the tough journeys that they were going on with my friend, I would be moved with compassion and my movement of compassion really like I was there for them. I would, you know, hear them out and really be walking on the journey with them. In that moment, God said, that is a gift. It is a part of who I am. So, you know, earlier we talked about the character of God. That's one of God's characters, compassion. So as I've carried on in the years, this has been a journey that I've walked in and really found who I am with this gift of compassion. And I've learned along the years that there's sometimes that people come in and they're forever friends. And then there's sometimes that people come in and they're seasonal friends. And that's okay. That is okay. But in that understanding of the gift of compassion, um, at the age of 14, the next following year, I met one of my best friends who's one of my forever friends, actually, and her name is Rumbian. We are still friends right now, and um, we, have, we live in different countries. And the 
the journey of friendshipness has continued in supporting each other. And also, I have a forever friend right now who I'm doing this amazing podcast with, Amanda. She's one of my forever friends. So in just understanding who God has created us to be, we actually then value walking through life and knowing how to navigate some of those tricky situations we have with friendship. So that's kind of my story of the journey of identity. And it's still going. And there's still many things that God has revealed along the way. And it's just so crazy that they didn't want to be best friends with you. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I swear anybody you meet you is like, can I, you have to stay in my life forever. <laughs> but I mean, especially at that age, right? It's just, you're figuring life out and it's so crazy. And I love that the Lord established that just confidence in you that that is a characteristic that you hold at such a young age because you exemplify that in every area of your relationships and just not only in compassion but being a true friend you really are someone and I think why woman like me when I met you was like yep you're a lifer you're not allowed to leave my life is because true friendship and having that is just something to be cherished and I honor you for that Taff because I even know Obviously, like Taffy said, it's a journey. We all go through these like huge life things and, and our identity is forever constantly being worked because we have an infinite God and we continue to learn about him and we continue to learn about ourselves. But I mean, I just, I honor you for that, Taff, because that's evident in your life. But I mean, it, it made me think of a, a story from when I was in high school to something kind of similar in this identity world and topic and worth and things like that. And I'm sure for you, Taff, you can say the same. I'm so thankful that these things were established when we were younger and that they were things that the Lord revealed. It's cool to look back to see that he did that in our life at, you know, a young age, but I, it was my grade 11 year. I had given my life to the Lord, actually similar to Taffy around like 12, 13. I was in junior high is when I personally made that decision and it, and it made sense to me and I knew what I was doing. It was my own. Uh, relationship with him but it was grade 11 where felt stripped of a lot of things it was a big year for change Emmy who obviously is my sister and does a podcast with us <laughs> um she had left for college she's two years older so she left and she really was my best friend and my friend group was her friend group she's just the sweetest and letting me tag along and everything but they were my core group of friends and I had decided this year not to play volleyball at the end of the year which was huge for me well in these things I really wrapped my worth and my identity around whether that was my sister whether that was being the athlete I was going to be like the business entrepreneur like my dad and all of that just really ripped out from underneath me and I know that they were both of my decisions <laughs> but um it was it was a hard year I just felt uh really unstable I guess you could say feeling like everything was stripped from me so I ended up reading through Ecclesiastes which what a random book for you know like a 16 17 year old girl to read through but the Lord just in this season revealed so much to me through this book and it's it's a book about wisdom so there's like three main books about wisdom Proverbs Ecclesiastes and Job Ecclesiastes is a bit funny. The teacher in it, so not the author, but the teacher really explains there is nothing new under the sun, that there's a season for everything, and that most things in life that we are chasing, like life's just incredibly unpredictable and we do not have control. And most things that we chase are just going to return to dust. Like the things that we go after are meaningless or the things that we attach to 
he says repetitively in the in the book is it's all meaningless and it sounds a little bit like well that's depressing <laughs> but his point at the end of it and the author comes in at the end and says yes we can see how we can chase all these things and we don't have control in our life you know the author talks about how this sounds again maybe doom and gloom but you know death comes for the rich and for the poor these are things we cannot escape in this life and it doesn't matter where we are on the scale but the things of the lord and chasing after him and his wisdom and his righteousness are the things that are eternal and last forever and the lord was bringing me also through john and in john 3 31 it talks about how the lord is from above and above all and i really just it gave me so much comfort in recognizing i was trying to set my feet on my sister on my friends on being the athlete on what my future could look like all these things that ecclesiastes very clearly states are so fleeting like there is a season for everything these are always going to change in our life relationships all this stuff is constantly weaving through and if we set our feet on those things we are going to be tossed by the waves and the wind of this world we are not going to be steady and i recognize that I really had to ask myself, was God enough if all of those things were stripped for me? And it was the beautiful thing he showed me about his character in and through these few verses is that one, he's trustworthy. Like if he's from above and above all, he's trustworthy. He has infinite more knowledge of what's going on in my life and in the world than I will ever know. And also he's constant. Like these things in this life change all the time, but he's not. So if I set my feet on him and if at the end of the day, I'm okay with him being enough and that's it and not looking for a Jesus and in my life, then I will have solid ground. I think that it was just a real understanding that I was placing my identity in the things around me, which failed me. And I recognize the character of the Lord is trustworthy in everything that I needed. And so for me, that was just such a big season in recognizing we don't have to question all the time our identity. We don't have to look to the left or the right. We don't have to be even confused in this world. We just have to look to Jesus. There's always going to be steady ground and steadfastness in that, no matter what the circumstances look like. So for me, as much as that was the very beginning and that was super foundational for me and he's taken me through so much more of understanding that I needed to know at the beginning his character, that he was trustworthy to stand on and constant through all ages. So that was why for me, even as we were kind of talking through the shame and worth and identity, all that stuff, that just stuck out Well, especially you were talking about your story too, because <laughs> they're kind of similar in ways but a little different you know so that that's so good and and i think even as we're we're coming to a close on this podcast it's it is a hard topic especially in this day and age identity and worth is a hard topic but these are things that happen to us in our teenage years but it's a journey that we're continually walking on it doesn't stop because you've kind of figured out one thing you're constantly tossing and turning with okay who am I again like I've I've really put my worth in my job right now I've really put my identity in in the season that I'm in but actually who am I am I connected with 
with, with the creator. So um, we would love for you to stick around because we want to give you some tools and some challenges and how to walk this out and navigate it in your own personal life. And also we would love to let you know where you can find us on all the social media platforms. So as we said, we wanted to make sure that we gave you guys actually tools to help you with these things and dive into this topic in your own life and maybe conversation starters with the people uh, in your life also. So your close friends or even your small group, stuff to help you actually dive in and start evaluating this in your own life. So I'm going to have three questions. So this is kind of our challenge for the week and then Taffy's going to share our prayer challenge. But the three questions um, to help are going to be one, do you know what the Lord, who the Lord says you are? So in the sense of identity, do you know who he says you are biblically? So things like I'm the salt of the earth. I am the light. I am a child of God. Um, all of these things that he lists that are truths in the Bible, do you know them? And can you write some of them down? If not, we have resources for you guys on our Instagram. They're going to be on our resource highlight. And we would love for you to actually take this time to sit down and figure that out so that you can stand on that, that those things can just come quickly to the front of your brain when you feel attacked. The shame starts to creep in a little bit, that those things are forefront of your mind. And then the second question is, do you know your gifting and the characteristics that you reflect of the Lord. So your assignments and your gifting are different than your identity. And so I just want to make sure that this is clear. So your identity never changes, right? So the fact that I'm a child of God and that I'm beloved and that I am an heir with Christ, those things don't change. But my gifting, so my creativity, so those types of things are characteristics and giftings and assignments. But those things do change. Like I'm about to be a mom, technically, <laughs> seven months now, which is so crazy. But, you know, those things in our life shift and change. So do you know your giftings and assignments? So sit down and, and take a look at that and discover some of the characteristics of the Lord in the Bible if you're not sure. Again, we have resources for you guys to look at that. And then third question is, have you actually replaced your identity and put it into your assignments and your giftings. So can we just take a step back and look in our life and, and say, oh, maybe I did have attached my identity to my assignment or my gift. And we just wanna make sure that we are always evaluating in our life and we're not placing our identity in those things because those things change and we wanna make sure we're on solid ground. So those are your three questions and hopefully helpful tools to start that process of inward inward processing of your worth and identity. So yeah, and then Taff, what's our prayer challenge for the week? Okay, so our prayer challenge for this week, as you go through those questions and those challenges, our prayer challenge is when you find out the, the few things that are sticking out to you with your identity. So is it that you are a beloved child of god that you are cherished that you are loved if there are any areas where you're already struggling to believe that because they're all really good words to say oh yes i'm a child of god yes i'm loved by god but are there areas that you're really struggling to walk that out in your life your prayer challenge for this week is that we want you to spend time declaring that over your life so as you're praying whether you're a seasoned prayer or whether you're just starting to figure out what prayer is, 
it's as simple as just asking the Lord, Lord, I, the word of God says that I am a child of God. Would you reveal that to me? Would you speak to me in that area? I'm really struggling to believe that I am a child of God. Or if you just need to be declaring, Lord, today I declare that I am a child of God. And that is the truth that I want to walk in. That is your prayer challenge. You take a part of an identity that the Lord has highlighted to you that you might be struggling and believing and just begin to pray that over your life for this week. So I'm going to give us an example with that as we finish off. I'm going to pray for us and um, as we walk out this challenge for the week. Heavenly Father, we thank you that our identity is in you. We thank you that you have given us your word to highlight the different areas of who you have created us to be. So as our podcast community walk in this, this week, Lord, may they know who they are in Christ, who they have been created to be. And as they are walking that out, may the truth just resonate within their hearts. As they are declaring this over themselves, Lord, may they know who they are and who you have created them to be. Lord, we thank you for this time and we praise your name. In your precious name we pray, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to whatever platform you're listening on. You can find us at created.podcast on Instagram and also on our website, youarecreated.com. Hope you join us next week, but until then, don't forget, you are created.